Dunna Bay is like a music factory, a uniquely original acoustic building where the sky is every wall and space is each piece. Its columns are intertwined through resonant vertical efforts, pure and relentless harmonies that pierce the echo of their structures and make them human and sensitive. That's flutist and the founder of the Onyx Ensemble, Alejandro Esquare, talking about the music we just heard, Denebe. We heard a little bit of the first movement, Siempre Rhythmico, or Always Rhythmic. It was Alexi Diorditsa on bass, Ivan Manzanilla, percussion, and Alejandro Esquare on flute, members of the Onyx Ensemble, performing music by Mexican composer Gabriela Ortiz. Hello and welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the second in a two-part series on the music of Mexico. My producer, Jesse McWhorters, and I had a wonderful opportunity to travel to Mexico City and to really immerse ourselves in the new music world there, to talk with composers and performers, go to concerts, you know, get handed lots and lots of CDs, and we're just going to try and distill the best of the best of what we found into these two hours. It's going to be very hard to do because there's so much happening there. It's really a bustling, diverse, and busy scene. So uh, I think you're going to really enjoy this program. And when we talk about the best of the best in Mexico, I think we are not going to do much better than Gabriela Ortiz and Alejandro Esquire, her husband. She is really the foremost composer, or one of them, in Mexico today, and he is definitely one of the foremost proponents of the new music scene. Early on in Gabby's career, she had a wonderful commission from the Serpentino Festival in Guanajuato, Mexico, and she decided that she would write a percussion concerto. And it's very interesting because, I mean, at that time they commissioned two composers. They commissioned Javier Álvarez and they commissioned myself to write these percussion concertos and are the first two percussion concertos in the Mexican literature. So uh, it was an interesting thing because there were no, at that time when I wrote this percussion concerto, this is 1992 or 93, and there were no many percussion concertos. So for me, it was a very big challenge to compose a percussion concerto. So I wrote Concerto Candela because my concerto is very energetic. And usually, for example, the Italians, when they say something that has to be very energetic, they say, con fuoco, no? or molto allegro, brutale, or con fuoco. For the Latin people, we say candela. Candela means light the candle. So especially for tropical music, we say, pole candela, no? put it some candela there. So candela means it talks about the energy of, of something. I love that expression, candela. Light the candle, have energy, make it energetic. Let's have a listen to Concerto Candela by Gabriela Ortiz. We're going to hear the first movement featuring the marimba. This is the Orquesta Philharmonica de la UNAM, Ronald Zolman conducting. Our percussion soloist is Ricardo Gallardo. Thank you. 
That's the first movement of the percussion concerto by Gabriela Ortiz, Concerto Candela, or the sort of candle concerto is not quite right, because candela, as she explained before we heard it, means to light a candle or make it energetic. So she's referring more to the energy of the music. We heard the Orchestra Philharmonica de la Una, Ronald Solman conducting. Ricardo Gallardo was our wonderful percussion soloist there, featured on the marimba. The next composer I want to feature is Mario Labista. He's a big name in Mexican music. In fact, a lot of people list him as uh, the, the most famous living Mexican composer, and his name is certainly on the bios of so many composers as their teacher, including Gabriela Ortiz, the composer we just heard. So I think we would be remiss in our duty to bring you the music of Mexican composers and not to feature something by Mario Labista. We're going to play a couple of movements from his string quartet number six, Suite and Cinco Partes, or Suite in Five Parts, Danza, Moteta, and Canon, in a performance by the Cuarteto Latinoamericano.
Music by composer Mario Labista from his string quartet number six, Suite in Cinco Partes, or Suite in Five Parts. We heard the dance, motet, and canon. Wonderful performance by the Quarteto Latino Americano. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. This is the second in a two-part series, In the Field, Music of Mexico, music that we discovered on a recent trip to Mexico City. You can find out more information about the show on Facebook or on our website at relevanttones.com. Jesse McQuarters, my producer, and I had this wonderful opportunity to go to Mexico City and really roll up our sleeves and dig into Mexican music. Heard a lot of it performed live, got to talk to a lot of people, and so we're featuring the best of the best of what we brought back here. We've heard two pieces so far on this program by Gabriela Ortiz, a percussion concerto, and that wonderful string quartet by Mario Labista that I think were very rhythmic in nature, composers that are clearly interested in rhythm. Let's have a listen to a composer now who's very interested in timbre, sound, and texture. This is Javier Alvarez, and we're going to feature a piece of his called Metal de Corazones. I'll let him talk about it. I'm very much interested in, uh, in how things sound or how sounds may combine to create a special color. In the case of uh, Metal de Corazones, the listener uh, may expect to hear sounds not normally associated with uh, one another. For example, at the beginning of the piece, you will hear some uh, blues harmonicas, uh, four of them, in fact, that are played by the percussion ensemble, which are combined with sounds, percussive sounds produced on the on the string instruments, which um, are made out of uh, small uh, hits on the strings with... Uh, with chopsticks, and this develops gradually uh, into a more uh, dense uh, web, and a new instrument emerges, which is a berimbau, uh, a Brazilian instrument which is performed in a similar way, and uh, eventually this leads into a more of a um, pulsating and rhythmic web. Probably it can be noticed that uh, some of the rhythmic elements in fact relate to the African side of uh, Latin American music. This is not really conscious, but uh, once I heard the piece uh, perform, I realized uh, that this influence was there. Let's have a listen to these wonderful performers, TM Plus, Ensemble Orchestral de Musique d'Aujourd'hui, and Tambuco Percussion Ensemble, performing music by Javier Alvarez. Heart's Metal, Metal de Corazones.
incredible piece. I love that ending. Beautiful buildup there from the very spacious opening. I think it's an incredible music by Javier Alvarez. Beautiful music. Hearts of Metal, or in Spanish, Metal de Corazones, by composer Javier Alvarez. Great performance there by TM Plus, Ensemble Orchestral de Musique de Ajoutoui, and Tambuco Percussion Ensemble. The next piece I want to feature is, according to the liner notes of the CD, so popular that it has been dubbed Mexico's second national anthem. I think very few composers would even dare to dream that a piece of theirs would rise to such dizzying heights. Uh, but such is the case for Danzón Number no. 2 by Mexican composer Arturo Marquez. And the disc I'm talking of is a CD called Fiesta. This is the Simón Bolívar Youth Orchestra of Venezuela, conducted by you know, by now, the legendary Gustavo Dudamel. And uh, shortly after he became world famous, he was asked to really show off this orchestra that he grew up in and that made him so famous. In the liner notes, Dudamel says that young people here, speaking of Venezuela, dream of playing the danzón. They love it. He is a young composer, and the piece is a typical Latin American dance of our time. It is vivacious, it is rhythmic, it is lushly orchestrated, everything that orchestra music should be. I don't think I can add anything to that, so let's have a listen. This is Gustavo Dudamel leading the Simón Bolivar Youth Orchestra of Venezuela in Danzón No. 2 by Arturo Márquez.
I think you can absolutely hear why the young conductor Gustavo Dudamel would choose that piece to show off his orchestra and what a performance that orchestra gives. Danson Number no. 2 by Arturo Marquez. That is Gustavo Dudamel leading the Simón Bolivar Youth Orchestra of Venezuela, a piece that has been so popular it has been dubbed the second national anthem of Mexico, an incredible honor for any living composer. At the top of the program, I was talking about the powerhouse couple, as I see it at least, of Mexico City. Gabriela Ortiz, one of the foremost composers of her generation in Mexico, and her husband, Alejandro Esquire, flutist extraordinaire and the founder of the Onyx Ensemble and a real powerhouse in new music performance. And, you know, I was talking to Alejandro about the Onyx Ensemble and about their mission of performing music of all the Americas, not just Latin America. And I was curious if, from his perspective as a performer, he had noticed any differences in the music of composers from the U.S. and composers from Mexico. Well, I have a saying, every piece in the world of contemporary classical music is a universe with its own rules and its own tendencies and so forth. But... um, Yes, I certainly could say that there are differences between uh, uh, Mexican composers and and U.S. composers. But sometimes the differences between some Mexican composers and other Mexican composers are so great and so diverse that 
that I could see that some Mexican composers could resemble more US composers. So it is so hard to come up with these divisions and uh, nowadays, but certainly there is a tendency about some composers of Mexico to use some sort of like a folk influenced music, um, but you'll be also surprised and amazed that, that there are many composers. And I must, and I should say or stress the fact that most of the Mexican composers are not like that, are very modernistic and very avant-garde and very influenced by music from uh, Europe and from other places that you won't believe this is a Mexican composer. I can't help but agree with him, with Alejandro Esquer, who's talking there about the differences or lack thereof between music of the U.S. and Mexico. In fact, as I listened to it, I remember very vividly sitting on his couch and talking to him and just kind of nodding my head vigorously as he was saying that. It's, it's just such a great thing he says, especially when he talks about each piece of music being a universe of sound unto itself. Isn't that a beautiful idea? It's a big takeaway for me from this trip to Mexico because I went down there perhaps with some preconceived ideas of what the music might or might not sound like. And I think we heard some music in these two programs that, that do represent sort of traditional Mexican music, but we heard a lot of other things. We heard an incredible diversity of sounds, or perhaps we could say a, a universe of universes of sounds in these two programs. And it's so true what Alejandro says, that this music exists completely irrespective of geographical boundaries. That's definitely something that I learned on this trip and was an incredible takeaway. Let's have a listen to this marvelous Onyx Ensemble perform a piece by Samuel Zyman, who is a Mexican composer now in the United States, teaching at the Juilliard School. This is Musica para Cinco, or Music for Five. From the liner notes, they say that one of the most attractive qualities of Music for Five is the composer's ability to create textures that are almost orchestral in dimension, but with the resources of a chamber music ensemble. We're going to have a listen to the first movement, con anima, which means animatedly or with animation. This is the Onyx Ensemble, music by Samuel Zyman. Thank you. 
orchestral pieces it could be strange to end the program with a chamber piece but i don't think so not with that chamber piece because that's incredibly vivacious music and before we heard that music i was reading from the liner notes about how it almost sounds like an orchestra piece and i think that's true that is composer samuel zyman making use of absolutely every bit of this chamber ensemble really getting everything that he can every sound out of them that he can and the onyx ensemble is definitely up to that task Musica para cinco, music for five. We heard the first movement, Con Anima, by Samuel Zyman, a Mexican composer who's now here in the United States teaching at the Juilliard School. Well, we've heard some incredible music, and it's hard to believe that we're already at the end of our two-hour journey through the music of Mexico. And this is only a fraction of the music that we brought back with us. We had to really distill it down because there is so much happening there. It is such a busy, bustling, vital, and diverse new music scene in Mexico. And that's only one country. Imagine how much more music there is out there to discover in the world. And ambitious as we are, we hope to get to all of it. We hope you'll join us on future installments of Relevant Tones as we go in the field. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders with special thanks to Claire Fosnacht. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook, and you can hear this and all previous programs at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is brought to you in part by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management LP, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, an anonymous donor, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. I'm Seth Bostead, and this is the WFMT Radio Network.